0: We are not afraid to entrust the American people with unpleasant facts, foreign ideas, alien philosophies, and competitive values. For a nation that is afraid to let its people judge the truth and falsehood in an open market is a nation that is afraid of its people. Welcome back to the Douglas Update on integrative medicine. I'm Dr. William Campbell Douglas. This is TDU episode number four. And we're continuing in our series looking at integrative medicine in the age of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'd like to return our focus back onto medical fascism and the what question. Basically, what is medical fascism in this new age of the COVID-19 pandemic? During this corona crisis, as Dr. Robert Malone calls it. Well, medical fascism is just the intertwining of government health agencies and their policies with the pharmaceutical industry. That's the basics. And now that's not necessarily entirely bad, is it? If there weren't real financial conflicts of interest with that arrangement and doctors and other healthcare practitioners were truly free to prescribe the time-honored medicines and natural products like we've talked about, like, say, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, fluvoxamine, and even vitamin D to treat and prevent COVID-19. But this medical fascism is clearly a bad thing when it progresses to the point where we are now and where powerful trade associations like the AMA and medical specialty boards, like the American Board of Internal Medicine, and our own government agencies like the FDA, CDC, the NIH, with big pharma, employ tyrannical control tactics, all from the disinformation playbook, ultimately, to block us doctors from being able to be free to prescribe medicines to our patients. Therapies that are based on scientific evidence for their efficacy and safety. And medical fascism on the part of the FDA and others is certainly not new. It's just been mm, maturing over the last 50 years or so. We'll link to a list of the most nefarious raids by the FDA on natural products companies and practitioners in the show notes. There's about 20 of them. Most well-known are maybe the raids on the Brzezinski Cancer Clinic that was back in 1985, and the FDA raid on the Life Extension Foundation in 1987. The FDA doesn't like vitamins for some reason. And then there's the FDA raid on Dr. Jonathan Wright's clinic back in 1992. Dr. Wright still practices in Kent, Washington, the FDA raided his clinic under gunpoint because he continued to prescribe the amino acid tryptophan to his patients, even though the all-knowing FDA had banned it at that point. The FDA doesn't like amino acids either for some reason. That was then and this is now when it seems like medical fascism has almost fully matured in these fertile grounds of the pandemic politics, but now at least it's totally exposed for us to see except that is for people who have swallowed the allegorical blue pill of disinformation that's dispensed through the programming of the mainstream media. And for medical fascism to succeed, there must be oppressive governmental and medical institutional power, isn't that right? That's the tyranny part. Fascism needs tyrannical control to survive. And again, this medical fascism we're living under, it's really a national and global disease. The enmeshments, the entanglements of our own governments with corporations, the pharmaceutical corporations. It's that pharmaceutical corporatism gone mad, I call it. Yeah, but the blue-pilled people simply dismiss all this as conspiracy theory. But do you remember the books we've mentioned? The real anthony fauci by robert f kennedy jr and the other one covid 19 and the global predators by dr peter bregan the references are all there they're in our bookstore at douglasupdate.com too and you need to read these books for yourself and this is all about integrative medicine because we're talking about the threats to our freedoms to integrate the best from all medical disciplines Okay, so today we're diving in more deeply into the fraud, corruption and cover-ups as signs of these medical fascism times. And where to start? Well, how about with the most recent and most blatant attempted cover-up? And this beast was not even downplayed on mainstream TV channels because it wasn't even reported to the best of my knowledge. And it's an example of clear malfeasance by the fascists, in my opinion. These are gross violations of the public trust, indeed. Got any ideas about which cover-up I'm talking about? No, it's not about voting. Here's a hint. It's about vaccine injuries, adverse events from the messenger RNA inoculations. And the name of the vaccine maker rhymes with geyser. Pfizer. Yeah, and please go tell your friends about this one, especially your blue-pilled, mass-informed friends. Now, we all know that Pfizer is all about open and honest, evidence-based medicine, right? How do we know this? Because that's what Pfizer told us. Committed to full transparency, is what Pfizer said as they were cooking up the COVID vaccines, these mRNA inoculations. Yeah, Pfizer published their commitment, and I quote, to promote the public's confidence in the vaccine, unquote. In Pfizer, we trust. Sure thing, for millions of bull-sheeple, it seems. And if you are confident in Pfizer's transparency, then maybe it's time to ask some questions like, why did the Pfizer Corporation refuse to release hundreds of thousands of pages of documents that specifically show the dangers, the adverse events? from these mRNA vaccines. Why? Refusing to release seems like cover-up to me. How about you? That's the allegation, anyway. And cover-ups are a pretty strong sign of medical fascism, in my opinion. And could it be, given such lack of transparency, that Pfizer and even the likes of the FDA, the CDC, NIH, AMA, and even medical specialty certification boards are the true disinformationists but none dare call it conspiracy. Anti-vaxxer, disinformation doc. We should strip him of his license to practice medicine before he kills us all. And so why did a private group of over 600 of us doctors and scientists have to sue the FDA under the federal FOIA laws to force the release of these Pfizer documents showing the adverse events from the shots? I mean, the FDA is supposed to work to protect us not pfizer and big pharma right again it's called agency and association capture the public health agencies fda cdc nih and the medical associations captured by the pharmaceutical corporations connected at the butt through their wallets disinformation and it's called medical fascism maybe i'm way off base here but it sure looks like they're employing fraud corruption and cover-ups and tyrannical control in order to survive and it's very very real at least it looks like it is to me yet did you hear anything about this on cnn or fox news or on any other mainstream news channels nope and we the people don't know what they don't show just imagine this headline if mainstream media really was fair balanced and unafraid Pfizer blocked Americans and others around the world from getting information about the dangers associated with the messenger RNA inoculations. Not gonna hear it, not gonna see it. Okay, so this lawsuit, what did the FDA and Pfizer tell the federal judge when they were asked to kindly produce the safety data about the vaccines? Well, essentially, uh, Your Honor, we have a, shall we say, a lack of resources. Yeah, that's it. And so we just don't have the manpower to provide you with that information right now. Okay, and then I can just imagine the judge's puzzled look of incredulity, right? Sort of tapping on his lips like, hmm... Judge, I assure you, the vaccines are safe, but we need 75 years to release the information. Oh my God, that was the FDA's response on behalf of Pfizer. 75 years, I kid you not, that would have been three years shy of the year 3000. Heck, today's COVID babies might be having their grandchildren on Mars by then. But really folks, 75 years and a lack of resources, we're supposed to believe that? The FDA has something like 18,000 employees and a budget of over $6.5 billion a year. Nearly half of that budget comes from big pharma in the form of payments called industry user fees. But of course there's no there there. There's nothing here. Just move right along now. But yeah, none dare call any of this conspiracy between the FDA and Pfizer. But we can thank that group of doctors and scientists for putting force on the FDA and Pfizer. It's the group Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency. Let's try to remember that name and the abbreviation, PHMPT, they're at phmpt.org. Check them out. Gotta love that word in the name too, Professionals for Transparency. I decided to join. You can too if you're in healthcare. And you can access all of these Pfizer documents from their website, whether you join or not. There'll be a link in the show notes. Anyway, when our Professionals for Transparency group asked the FDA, provide them with the Pfizer data, the first time, it was all crickets. And so that's when they sued the FDA and won. Hey, Houston, don't that look like another sign of that there medical fascism when that there group of private doctors has to sue the dadgum government FDA to cough up that there information about them their Pfizer jabs? I said move along now. Right. And get this. How do you think the judge described the significance of the FDA's and Pfizer's attempted cover-up as being of paramount public importance yep and what's even more flabbergasting is that when the judge ordered the fda to send an fda representative to the court it didn't imagine that as if the fda and pfizer are somehow above the law and the fda's own government attorney explained to the judge something like sir the fda's covid 19 protocols don't permit that the court hear from the fda i kid you not nobody would show face. They work for us, not. But ultimately, thank God, when the court ordered the FDA to produce the Pfizer documents, the FDA and Pfizer finally acquiesced, reluctantly, because they had to, but only to the tune of 500 pages per month, which would have taken only those 75 years, because there were some 450,000 pages of Pfizer documents to be released. It's like the medical fascists essentially telling the justice system, Yeah, we'll show you the documents when you's dead and when we's dead. Yeah, and hey judge, and you people, what you gonna do about it? Well, justice. That's what it's called, Bobo. And that's exactly what we did about it. So essentially our court system had to force transparency by Pfizer and the FDA. Forced transparency in the age of medical fascism. That's a good headline if I do say so myself. And they forced it through FOIA, the Freedom of Information Act. Imagine that. Freedom of information. Yeah, justice was served to the tune of 5,000 pages per month instead of the paltry 500 pages per month. And that's the full monty of documents over eight months or so. And I think that The geyser of Pfizer documents started gushing back in January of 2022. And so now we do have the proper review by independent experts, right? And that, as we shall see in an upcoming update, has been good and very revealing. But just think about all this. There's been near total control of the mainstream media and the mainstream medical media with what, in my opinion, seem like medical fascist propaganda outlets, like the online med page today that we doctors look at. And all this going on with the support of professional medical societies and big tech, it seems like the Pfizer and FDA authorities and experts had all the confidence in the world that they could just continue covering up the large numbers of vaccine-related injuries and deaths indefinitely. The audacity. And we'll be covering those injuries and deaths on episode six. Now, kind of as an aside before we close, I think you'll find this interesting about the judge who presided over the case. In his ruling, he included the same John F. Kennedy quote we heard at the introduction of this episode. He wrote, the government that is afraid to let its people judge the truth and falsehoods in an open market is a government that is afraid of its people. Isn't that great? Clearly the fascists are fraudsters who fear transparency. They don't like an open market of ideas. And I think we need to remember that as scary as all this really is, well, the medical fascists are afraid too of we the people of the united states of america that is if and when we are actually informed with the truth and not mass formed through falsehoods and a lack of information through that lack of transparency the judge by the way was u.s district judge mark pitman and i say thank you judge pitman Now, next week, I'd like to stay in court, so to speak, with Pfizer and the FDA. It's a brief TDU episode on what seems so preposterous that it's hard to believe. Pfizer essentially appears to have admitted to this fraud, this corruption, these cover-ups. But then Pfizer basically asks the court forgiveness because the crimes were done, get this, in cahoots with the government, with the FDA. Yep, that's their alibi. Please don't miss it. Then, like I said in episode 6, we will delve more deeply into the specific adverse events themselves as they are listed in the Pfizer document. None of the contents of TDU podcasts constitute medical or professional advice. And no person listening should act or refrain from acting on the basis of the content of this podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice from a qualified healthcare professional. The content of the Douglas Update does not reflect the opinions of our promotional sponsors, advertising agencies, parent company, affiliates, or subsidiaries. Hey, fellow integrators, do you want to receive a very brief e-newsletter? It's a golden integrative medicine nugget that encapsulates the essence of each TDU episode. Just go to douglasupdate.com and click subscribe. Always remember that, if the Douglas update is censored, and we're cancelled by Apple, Spotify, or Overcast, or YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, you can always find us at DouglasUpdate.com and on Reddit. And then, very soon thereafter, we will launch on free speech platforms like Getcher, Daily Motion, DTube, Parlor, MeWe, and Minds.